and try to, you know, feel confident in their parenting. And, you know, also I'll probably do one about being kind to yourself as well because being a parent is hard and we are so hard on ourselves and we need to have more empathy for ourselves and, you know, because we're human and we're going to mess up and that's okay. We're just trying to be do the best. As a parent of girls, I've got to educate them about the reality of the world they live in today. The uptick in violence against girls is actually also one of the most distressing pieces of that report. And one of the things I hope to kind of address on the show and want to bring up is how to teach girls to understand sexual consent, boundaries, relationship boundaries. I obviously, that is another place where we have dropped the ball in this country because that number should not have climbed that high. I wonder if the fact that because this is the first study after COVID, I know that the uptick in domestic violence went up because everyone was stuck at home during lockdown. And unfortunately, I wonder if that lent to more girls becoming victims because they were stuck in lockdown situations they could not escape from. It is frightening, the different statistics that came out of that and the rise of domestic violence because of the lockdown situation. It really is so eye-opening. On another note, you know, we are so concerned in today's world about technology and the fact that with cell phones right at the tip of your fingers, and we're really holding a computer in our hands, what kind of challenges are our girls facing because of that? One of the things that has come up, I think, I was listening to a podcast on kids. Kids feel frightened to have discussions because they're so scared of being wrong, of saying the wrong thing, of not being aware enough to have discussions. So they rather don't have discussions. But when they don't have the discussions, they hold it all in. I, again, I'm speculating that that could be part of what's going on. I wonder, though, because... If you say something wrong or you do something stupid as a kid, now anybody with a phone can film you and throw it up online and your entire identity can be ruined. That's the biggest challenge, I think, because, you know, I've joined several parenting groups that talk about tech. And it's interesting to watch. Everyone's trying to figure out what's best for their family. At the end of the day, you know your kids, you know your family. You know, my oldest got her first phone when she started taking a bus to go to her new school because... The phones is a tool that is used for pickup, drop off. I need to stay after. I'm over here for pickup. I mean, there's reasons for her to have it. She does not have social media yet because I feel at 13 she's not old enough to have it. That is my choice feeling and also what a lot of experts say. Although some, you know, even though the media company, the social media companies themselves say 13 is the magic age. I don't think so. I don't think at that age you have the mental capacity to understand what is at your fingertips. You just don't. With the phone back again, I'm like, the phone has become a crutch because I feel connected to my parents in case something happens because I know something can happen because I've been doing drills my entire school life, that this could happen at any moment. There's so much to talk about tech, like this whole thing. We could talk like episodes about tech. But I will say, I don't think by any means tech is the only cause of all this. Tech has exasperated things that have been brewing underneath for a Mm -hmm. long, long time. Violence against women violence against domestic I mean, things that have been going on. It really is true that the phone is a crutch. I know adults that when they walk out of their house, if they forget their phone, they're in a panic over it because of that need. I think that people feel that need to be connected. I think you're right. We could do so many shows on technology. 
but I want to get into the passion behind girls that create and tapping into their creative and nurturing it. Because Girls That Create does focus on creativity, I really believe there is strong tie-ins to creativity outlets and mental health. And because I think we've been not letting our kids explore hobbies or nourish things that make them happy, just simply like drawing, painting, just being in a sense, it's almost like everything has to be the next step to something bigger or we're all working towards it. And it's not just something that you just do to just do. And, you know, it's interesting. I kind of find that happening a lot to adult creators as well, because it's almost like if you have a hobby and you're really good at it, if you make jewelry and you're really good at it and people really love your pieces, then they're like, you need to sell it. You need to have a business. And it's easy to kind of be like, well, maybe I should. And instead of saying, I'm good. I just do this to make myself happy. And I have a full-time job doing something else. This is just my hobby. I, I don't know. It's interesting to see that. I think that's a shift that's happened in the last several years. I should that people put on themselves to do that. Or you could just create stuff just to create stuff. And it's okay to just, I just do it for me, you know, and I might give something to somebody just because they might like it, but that's okay. And then the other thing is too, one thing I've been working with trying to help my oldest recognize, because it's hard when you're a creator, is you want that final product to be perfect regardless of what it is, versus understanding it's a process, a continuing process. And Dr. Borba and I kind of touched on that as well. It's all a learning process and not everything's going to be perfect. And some things are going to be scrapped. And, you know, as I mentioned to her, because my daughter's in a creative arts program, visual arts program, but I just say, look, if you go to any artist, when they pass away, you'll find all sorts of stuff in their home or their studio, sketches, paintings, you know, musical songs, music, like stuff just flung around that never saw the light of day because it was part of the process. But I feel because we're so stretched on time, we feel like everything has to be superb. We can't just like understand we need to sit back and it's just the process of it. It's just as important as the final outcome. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. Are you going through a rough time right now? Are you healing through an illness? Creativity is there for you every chance and every moment of the day. Grab a pen, grab some paper, sketch, draw, write a play, do something. Get your mind off of that negative thing that's happening to you and reach across the barriers that stop you from growing. Creativity is your answer. And at Arate Gallery in New Hope, PA, we've launched a program with the help of our friends at Visit Bucks County. It's called Healing Through the Arts. Come join us, learn about programs to help you get through hard times, learn about how to cross cultural divides, break down communication barriers, all through the creative process. We're showcasing great artists, wonderful healthcare practitioners will be joining us, and you can learn all about it at aretegallery.com. That's A-R-E-T-E gallery.com. In 2017, Unsilenced Voices was formed to help survivors of domestic abuse, and gender-based violence worldwide. The organization currently serves Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ghana, and the USA. In 2022, Unsilenced Voices gifted over $33,000 to survivors in the USA. And in Sierra Leone, there are over 26 young girls who have been rescued from sex trafficking and domestic abuse and now going through vocational training school in order to better their lives. We need your help. Donations are critical in order for us to continue our work. 
we also need volunteers to help with research and development. Please visit unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Again, unsilencedvoices.org. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but Brain Love Health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit brainlovehealth.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. She is brave, she is bold, she is you, and we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Erin Prather Stafford, who is going to be hosting Girls That Create here on Word of Mom Radio. I have to tell you again, being in our 11th year, to be adding this wonderful show to our lineup is so exciting. Since 2019, Erin has been making the difference in our girls' lives, and now she's doing it here, and I can't wait to hear about her first guest on Girls That Create. So my first guest is going to be Dr. Michelle Barba. She is the author of Thrivers, The Surprising Reasons Why Some Kids Struggle and Others Shine. She is an internationally renowned educational psychologist and an expert in parenting, bullying, and character development. I first became aware of Dr. Barba's work when Thrivers was published and read the book, loved it. I love her parenting insight. I think she has a lot to offer listeners in thinking about parenting strategies and again how are we going to maneuver through all this so I'm really excited to have a discussion with her I found it really insightful and educational and I think listeners will too I'm excited it's really important because we need to be encouraging our girls we really do we need to be encouraging them for their creativity for their insight for their scientific beliefs you know all of that all of it, because it's all part of who they are. And raising strong women, I have to tell you, as the mother of a daughter that has traveled most of this world at this point, I want to grow up and be just like her. And I'm so proud and honored that that is my daughter. And we should all get to feel like that about our girls, you know, because unfortunately, we still live in a world where as women we have to work twice as hard to be thought of as half as good and we're still trying to prove our worth. It's insanity, but it's the reality. And as you said earlier, it's here. 
what do we do moving forward? I do want to say something just kind of about girls that create in general. I want to, you know, one thing we didn't really touch on with the CDC report as well, but girls is in our title. And we welcome over at the site and on this podcast, you know, parents and caregivers from all families. But since the scales do still tip male, our focus continues to be on empowering future women creators. But we are an ally to all marginalized groups across the art. Representation matters, and that really can't be said enough. And Something else that came on that CDC report was that, you know, teenagers who are part of the LGBTQA plus population are feeling extremely suicidal, extremely bullied. And it's something else I plan to address in the podcast because obviously there are parents and caregivers who have girls in their life who are suffering. And I want to talk to experts about the fact that that is happening and then how can not only parents and caregivers support them, but also how members of community, how can we show our support? How can we lend our support? Because that's also equally as upsetting as all the data that was about teenage girls. Erin, I know that the CDC report was so impactful for everything that you are doing and distressing to see the numbers rise when you look at violence against women, violence against girls, the trouble that our tweens are going through emotionally, and as parents, needing those resources to help you through these times, because let's face it, this isn't like anything we've ever faced before. And as technology grows and grows, it's having It's all of us having a hard time just keeping up with it, not even catching up with it, keeping up with it because it keeps changing every single day. And that's why what you are doing is so important. I'm really excited about the fact that Girls That Create is now going to be a show here. Because you know what? The work that you are doing to me is such important work. Girls need that place. They need that place and that space to not be stifled, to be able to create a voice and let their voice be heard and magnified. What has made you so incredibly passionate about that? I think it comes down to two words, and that is representation matters. And I want to see women, girls, women of color, girls of color, in all aspects of the culture that we all consume because everyone deserves to have a place at the table, not standing on the outskirts of the table, but sitting at the table and driving things forward. And I want to help families and parents have skills and thoughts and ideas on their parenting and raising the future creators so that they can be part of that process. In my opinion, it will make the world better, period. And I find as a moral obligation that that is why I'm here, is to leave the world better than how I found it. At times, it can feel very daunting with that uh, mission in, you know, in mind, but that's why I started the site, and that's why I'm doing the podcast. And it's learning and figuring out how to be better as we're all figuring it out. I love that. This is going to be a 12-week series, and Erin's first guest is Dr. Michelle Borba, and you are going to absolutely love what she has to say. It's a fabulous book out there called Thrivers that is something that all parents should be reading, and I'm really thrilled because it's so fun on this journey of having you as a guest couple of times on the show and realizing this needed to be its own show. Thank you, Dory. I am so honored to be part of the Word of Mom family, and I can't wait for this to launch and to be 
on the airwaves. So thank you for the opportunity. It's my pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, we're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true.